0: Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage podcast.
1: This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that
0: increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety.
1: The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally.
0: We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today we are going to be talking about how touch impacts the microbiome.
1: And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational. And it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care.
0: Okay, so there are the two things, touch and the microbiome, I think are two things where we know they're important to our health, our mental health, and our wellness. But research is just kind of taking off, really, I think, around both of those Mm -hmm. topics. And so today, we're talking about how touch impacts the microbiome, which is like a very new kind of concept.
1: Mm -hmm. And just so you guys know, we had a miscommunication about (laughs) this topic. So I did some research on touch in the microbiome, and Tiffany did some research on like how the, why the microbiome is important. Yes. And so why don't we talk about that first? Why it's important to have a healthy microbiome?
0: Okay. So, um, basically in the past couple of decades, there's been a lot of research around gut health and your immune system, your mood, your mental health, autoimmune diseases, your endocrine system and disorders associated with that, skin conditions, and even cancer. So basically, like, we used to think that our digestive system was just sort of like this system of tubes that food passes through and, you know, you absorb nutrients and then you excrete them. But we've realized, I guess, in the past couple of decades that in your gut... In your intestines a typical person has between 300 and 500 different species of bacteria in the digestive tract and they're like really important and so when you don't have this like diverse bacteria then you start to have issues with all those things that i just mentioned Mm -hmm. and so it's easy to kind of create an unhealthy gut based on your diet And other things. So basically, there are many things that cause an unhealthy gut, high stress levels, too little sleep, eating processed and high sugar foods, taking antibiotics um, frequently, which basically just, yeah, just throws your uh, microbiome, your gut microbiome out of whack. And then all of these things impact our health in other ways, impacting the brain, the heart the immune system, skin, weight, hormone levels, ability to absorb nutrients, and then as we mentioned, even potentially the development of cancer. So we know we have an unhealthy microbiome or gut when we start having an upset stomach. So like you're gassy, you're bloated, maybe you're constipated, or the opposite, you have diarrhea, heartburn. These can all be um, signs. If you have a high sugar diet, you're more at risk. If you are noticing unintentional weight changes, gaining or losing, this can be a sign that um, you're not like absorbing nutrients the way you should be or able to regulate your blood sugar or store fat like you should. If you're having sleep disturbances or constant fatigue, I'm starting to get nervous. I feel like my gut's not healthy.
1: Well, I think, I think that there's a lot of like, there's a lot of things that could cause that. So, yeah, you know, obviously no, for we're sure. not like. No, these are just yeah. sort of like,
0: okay, I'm
1: going to take yeah. an inventory
0: and see. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, there's only a few more. I'm, I'm just going to go through them real quick. So sleep disturbances or constant fatigue. Basically, it says an unhealthy gut can contribute to these things happening. The majority of the body's serotonin, which we've talked about before, is the hormone that affects your mood and sleep.
1: It's produced in your gut. So I've actually heard that that serotonin is n- not, not the same like serotonin that does. I don't want to claim that because I've heard some stuff that it's like yes, there's a lot of serotonin produced in the gut, but that it doesn't really have much to do with what like. It, do the you know what it
0: does, what Mood
1: boosting? No, I don't. But I have just heard like a few people just say like okay, yes, there's serotonin in the gut, but like don't. Lead, don't believe that
0: interesting yeah
1: and I'm not saying like either yeah, or yeah, I'm yeah. just saying we'll you know, do yeah do it. more research on that
0: okay so two more one is if you're having like skin issues sometimes inflammation in the gut which is can be caused by a poor diet or food allergies causes like leaking of certain proteins into the body which can then irritate the skin and then if you have autoimmune conditions that's also another sign that you might potentially have an unhealthy gut
1: So I've heard, yeah, and I think that all of this research and information is really good. But then it like, then there's all these products that are like, this is good for your gut. This is good for your gut. This is good. And there's like, you know, you want to make sure that because it could be like, you could actually be having really big problems, like you mentioned, because of your gut. Mm -hmm. And if you're just like, okay, I'll eat sauerkraut or I'll take probiotics and like, that's going to fix it. Like you might need to be going to a doctor and, like, actually getting help with that and don't think that, like, probiotics are going to help. I didn't do any, like, research looking into probiotics, but I recently read a book called The Vagina Bible, and she talks about probiotics and how people – and, like, how a lot of them claim to help with your, like, vaginal health. Hmm. And she said there's no research to – support that that, and there's not a lot of research that supports probiotics help your gut oh really yeah
0: that's interesting yeah and
1: she said that like so if you're not noticing if you like it's not bad some some people can have negative effects like they can mess up your gut bacteria she said it's not bad to take probiotics but if you're not noticing a difference in 30 days then you're just wasting your money like if you're not if you don't have a noticeable difference after taking Probiotics and it's probably not doing anything. So just hmm. keep that in mind, or it could be doing harm. Well, and there's a whole thing
0: around like prebiotics and probiotics mm-hmm. and having to take both, both. and like mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes we're not. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of complicated. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, and I think just because like the research is so new, it's something that yeah. like in the past like five, ten years, like people are talking about, and I have read like several books on this and. have known about like gut health I guess for a while but I've never heard the touch thing and it's really interesting and it makes me think differently about what types of things affect your gut because there it and it's a lot of this is based around this study on red-bellied lemurs where Hmm they found that there's a direct link between physical contact and cut bacteria and red-bellied lemurs likely pass through huddling or cuddling behavior. And animals that touch spread more microbes, both good and bad, and these lead to having basically like a healthier gut. Healthier gut or a healthier gut? I don't know (laughs) which one. So, and they also found, there's been studies that found that people who, like, that you're friends with or that you live with, you have really similar guts, guts too. And so that makes me think that it's not really just about what you eat. It's not about, like, what products you're putting on your skin. Because if they find, like, the greatest link between the people who are around each other.
0: But people who are around each other eat probably similar food.
1: yeah I think you eat similar food but not always like Matt and I eat like completely different we use completely different products on our skin like I have really sensitive skin I have to use different stuff than he can use we don't eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch we eat the same thing for dinner but it's like if we have like really similar guts which I'm not sure if we do but studies do suggest that then it's like it can't and we have completely different lifestyles like he's much more active like walking around during the day like I'm sitting at a desk most of the day and so it's just it's really interesting to think that like maybe what you eat and what you put on your skin is not the only or well
0: and stress so stress levels is another one which Mm -hmm. I think is shared probably among people People who live together yeah you know like if I'm if I'm stressed, then I guarantee you my kids are stressed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and vice versa. So, mm-hmm.
1: but um, they say that like the touching is good to help with like sharing bacteria I wonder, and kissing. And there, there's like, I wonder information if on that's this. around
0: like stress levels too, though. I wonder if they controlled for that mm. or looked at that because touch we know helps
1: with stress. Helps with stress. Well, I think they think that it's linked to, like, the bacteria, like, I'm putting my right. microbes on That's you. That's their hypothesis, but I'm yeah. just curious.
0: I would love to actually read that full study and, mm-hmm. like, see if they looked at, like, increase in um, hormone production levels that make you, you know, mm-hmm. feel good and, like, reduce your cortisol Well, levels. we
1: did, this, whenever we talked about food or travel, one of the benefits was, like, it can change your microbiome because you're exposed to like these new bacteria Mm -hmm. so i do think there's definitely something Something to like like sharing bacteria with other people can help and there's also like caveats like they don't know if it's good bacteria or bad bacteria but it's probably having a positive effect on your
0: microbiome i wonder how that has all been impacted by covid yeah because like nobody's touching anybody else or anything that's like sanitizer 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 like everything's being disinfected you're not hugging you're not kissing you're not like I'm super Mm -hmm. curious Mm -hmm. about that yeah in a positive or negative way and like just like
1: yeah antibacterial everything like completely cleaning everything and I mean I think there's a lot of information out there but it's like it's also so new it's just basically just like throw up of information and it's like I don't know like which one's true like which one's false or which one's just you know a theory and
0: indulge in a transformative experience that nourishes your mind body and soul each yomassage session begins with a five minute deep breathing ritual or a unique themed meditation that helps ground you in the present moment You'll let your worries float away as you're guided through a series of restorative stretches, while a Yomassage therapist provides therapeutic massage and guided meditation. Throughout the session, you'll move into a place of tranquility and relaxation. Visit yomassage.com to learn more about how to find a class or how to become a Yomassage practitioner. I actually looked into this personally several months ago because I was really stressed out and Mm -hmm. I felt like I was having like stomach issues, you know? And so I was trying to like try anything that Mm -hmm. the research showed would make a difference. And it was just like, like you were saying, there was so much. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I would like try one thing for a couple weeks and see if that worked. And then like, it was just so much. I mean, even on this list of, suggestions it's like oh my gosh there's what does it say okay food check for food intolerances intoler- that alone is like i swear to god like a year-long yeah. endeavor and it's insane like to yeah. try to figure out what your food intolerances are there's also like different qualities of prebiotic and probiotics so it's like mm-hmm. you have to figure out like which ones are like the good ones and mm-hmm. then I don't know like what ratio you should be taking for your prebiotic and your probiotic and
1: and a lot of that I think is just marketing like is there actually research to say that you need this amount or is it a company saying we have this amount and it's better than this amount you know so I think that it's yeah it's just the health and wellness world is
0: it's crazy crazy. it really is I mean there's this other list I found where it's like Okay, eat high-fiber foods. We know that's supposed to be Mm -hmm. good for your... But
1: also, like, if you eat too much fiber, like vegans, it can, like, mess you up.
0: Oh. Yeah. A
1: lot of vegans have issues because they eat too much fiber. Yeah.
0: Huh. Garlic and onion are supposed to have, like, properties that Mm -hmm. I guess are anti... It says anti-cancer, but I feel like it's Hmm. anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Fermented foods... Mm -hmm. We talked about like kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, tempeh, miso, kefir, collagen, collagen. That's the new thing lately. Have you been seeing all the collagen stuff? Collagen boosting foods, it says like bone broth. Mm -hmm. That sounds so gross to me. I just can't even. (laughs) Salmon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fish, right? Like that's a big one. And then just like sleep Mm -hmm. Try to be healthy and I
1: think the key to like every single thing we talk about but especially this topic is just listen to your body like don't listen to I mean maybe if like reading about these types of things helps give you ideas of things to try but like you could actually mess up your body by trying some of these things and so just listen to your body if eating a certain food doesn't make you feel good then like then your body is telling you that your gut or whatever doesn't like this food so try something else or like talk to your doctor and see maybe like an outropath yeah. if you have access to right one of those
0: so back to the touch piece though I wonder should we be kissing strangers <laughs> I don't know yeah I saw
1: the kissing thing and I was like okay does that work like What if you're only kissing one person like forever? Like, you know, does that do you have to kiss other people? But I think just the touching in general has good. But yeah, it just it really shocked me to find that people who lived. I mean, I guess it's not that shocking because you would have normal like the same habits as Mm -hmm. people that you're around. But it just makes me think that it's like diet and like what you put on your skin. It's not everything. Yeah. And that's what I think I've always thought before. It was like, okay, if I don't use like these lotions or soaps, like that'll be good for my gut. And if I eat these foods, like that'll be good. And it's just.
0: You know, I have never even like note or I don't know, thought about the association of things I put on my skin and my gut.
1: I think, yeah, I think there, well, there was a book that I read a few years ago that was about that. And she was like, She doesn't use any soap. She's a doctor and does, I don't know, helps people with gut. And she does, like, fecal matter transplants and, like, all this stuff. Yeah, and I kind of followed that for a while. And then I was like, "Mm, no, this is weird and doesn't make a difference. Here's
0: the other thing that I just want to say about, like, when you're researching things. Just because somebody writes a book doesn't mean that it's facts in the and book. And even if
1: they're a doctor or, like, a yeah, like, medical professional, like, doesn't mean it's I facts. can write
0: anything I want in a book mm-hmm. and have it published, and it doesn't mean that it's fact. You yeah. have to go to academic research mm-hmm. articles that are peer-reviewed for, yeah. like, actual And just facts. listen to the way
1: that people <laughs> talk about things, too. If someone says, like, salt or whatever, this is healthy for you, that's not... I don't trust that as someone who says, there are some studies to suggest that this right. might help with this. However, like However, there are also
0: some yeah. that say this. And, and like, I think yeah. yeah, I
1: think that's important. I think any good person who's done research is gonna say it like that instead of saying right. this is healthier well, for you. And, and that's feel, all.
0: Yeah. We do that in our trainings like our module on fascia and stretching. It's mm-hmm. like the research is in its infancy around mm-hmm. fashion. We really don't know a whole lot. but And we cite things. And so, right. And so we say that. So it's like, according to the, you know, this suggests, however, research mm-hmm. is in its infancy and like there's very little research around this. So mm-hmm. like this is kind of what we know now. However, it can be, it can change tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know.
1: Yeah. And if you are reading something and there's no citations, then that's, that's a, a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just read this book called the defining decade and i would not (laughs) recommend that to anyone (laughs) but it was like this psychiatrist or psychologist and she's like talking about all of these things as if they're fact and it's only her experience with one person and it's like just because you're a psychiatrist like we're supposed to believe everything you say and this is like your opinion from like one case that you had with one client i don't know it's kind of crazy so yeah just like pay attention to the way people talk about things and like what they're citing, and and you know, don't just believe everything that you say because it could have harmful
0: effects on you, yeah. just
1: knowing that like how your gut is impacted, like what if you do try something completely different and that actually has a more negative impact on your gut or your health, right,
0: Yeah, and I mean, the research suggests that the gut and the microbiome are very, very important to like mm-hmm. many different facets of our health and wellness, you know, not just physical, but mental
1: as well. So, and just listen to your body, like Mm -hmm. notice if like, okay, if my skin's changing, like maybe it doesn't feel as soft, or maybe I'm getting like acne or rashes. Like those are signs that like something's wrong. But Mm -hmm. if you just hear about the gut and then you feel like all these things are wrong, then maybe that's just in your head too. But if you actually have things that are wrong, like you need to go get that checked out and you need to, Like, you know, manage your stress. and (laughs) All
0: the things we already kind of know. I mean, really, if you think about it, a lot of it, it's just like manage your stress Mm -hmm. and eat like healthy foods and get sleep. And yeah,
1: I just get scared because I think that I probably like messed up my body more by like trying like all these things. And I don't want that to happen to anyone else, you know? So,
0: No, for sure. I mean, you went through that whole phase with me when I was trying to figure things out. And I'd be like on some weird diet like a limit and then I'd be like oh my god like I just mm-hmm. this is so hard I don't and feel like, good after or doing like that, I'm... like
1: over and over again that can hurt your body yeah yeah yeah
0: I was so. so desperate to like find an answer yeah. well because like I went to the doctor and she's like
1: I don't know mm-hmm. I guess like you're just I'm not sure mm-hmm. like <laughs> I found that naturopaths and chiropractors like really help with like internal things yeah yeah so maybe if you have access to that, um I don't know, but
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I can save know. save my allowance. Yeah. <laughs> save up for I it. I wish
1: we could help everyone. I but know.
0: I know. Try it yeah.
1: try, try things that won't hurt you.
0: Well, well
1: <laughs> try try things that help your stress levels. Try things that make you feel more relaxed and calm, okay? Try that. Okay. Start there. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go there, actually. <laughs> Never mind. Tell me later. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's all we got. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In addition to the signature yo massage class, Yow Massage offers other specialized experiences, such as energetic yoga massage. In an energetic yoga massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional yoga massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches, and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen.
0: To learn more about today's topic, check out backslash podcast
1: And if you're interested in discovering more about Yomassage or taking a Yomassage or Mindful Touch class, visit us at Yomassage.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.